0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: This is the Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at Western New York with news, features, and special guests. Now, here's your host, Brian Rusk.
0: Welcome to the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520, blanketing 17 states and much of Canada. Back by popular demand, we have Kenneth S. Abramowitz, the founder of SaveTheWest.com. When he was on the show a few months ago, we got a very good response from people in New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and I was happy to get these calls. Uh, he's a great patriot. He loves America, and he puts a lot of his money, time, and effort for causes to preserve the United States of America and Israel. He's a general partner and co-founder of NGN Capital, a $450 million worldwide healthcare venture capital fund. He joined NGN from the Carlyle Group, where he was managing director from 2001 to 2003, focused on U.S. healthcare buyouts. Prior to joining Carlyle, Ken Abramowitz was an analyst at Sanford C. Bernstein, where he covered the medical supply, hospital management, and HMO industries for 23 years. He's a man with a lot of brains and a lot of vision, and he loves the United States of America. So we're happy to have Kenneth S. Abramowitz today on the Rusk Report on ESPN Blanketing the East Coast and half of Canada. Now let's talk about SaveTheWest.com. What is this all about? Why are you doing it? Ken <laughs> Uh
1: Thank you very much for your time. Uh, I'm doing it because when I watch the news on TV or the Internet or uh, newspapers, uh, I feel that there's something missing. The the glue is missing that to tie together the different disparate, pieces, and so therefore, what happens is people look at everything in isolation, whatever the issue is they they try to come to grips with why did this happen or that happen, but they don't see the inner relationship of everything to everything, so I try to help people see that inner relationship of everything to everything.
0: Well, you're talking about the inner relationship with everything to everything. But specifically, is the West and our Western civilization endangered in 2019?
1: Well, we're at mortal danger, uh, although we don't know that. Uh, but there's three issues that I focus on. These are the three building blocks of any society. Uh, I, I monitor uh, the strength of the economy. Uh, the, uh, number two, the, strength of our, uh, the cultural strength of the people. And uh, we have two cultural strengths. We have a secular cultural strength and a religious cultural strength. And I monitor the physical strength uh, of the country, the Army, the Air Force, the police, uh, uh, fire departments, uh, all all the people that keep us safe at night while we're sleeping. And so I monitor the three of them, and I give grades uh, as if I were a professor. I give grades to countries uh, like America – Uh, other countries and i give grades to our politicians and uh, right now the the grade is pretty good but there is there's weakness uh, everywhere and 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 so for those three issues uh, i i give the country a b a b and a b and and i'm trying in my own little way to get it to an a and an a and an a and there's other forces around that are trying to get it to a c or a d or an e And so, to me, the the, the battleground is around those three uh, big, big issues.
0: Well, we have now a threat of socialism in the United States. Uh, Bernie Sanders is a socialist candidate uh, for the presidency. You have, where we're taping you in New York City, you have Alexandra Cortez, who wants the Green Deal, which I think will cost dozens of trillions of dollars to put forth the Green Deal. Uh, are these people threats to Western civilization?
1: Yes, they're they're mortal threats to Western civilization because they're non-believers. Uh, so uh, let's go back to the three big issues. Um, let's let's grade. Uh, we can grade uh, the Republican Party versus the Democratic Party, or, or you can pick an individual. But uh, just grading the parties uh, for Republicans, uh, I, I would give them a B, a B, and a B. Uh, for the grow the economy, protect our culture, protect us physically. Uh, For the Democrats, I give them an F, an F, and an F. So that's a pretty big contrast. Uh, So meanwhile, uh, I'm trying to get the B's up to an A, uh, and and all of us as citizens have our own thoughts that that could get – uh, the country or the Republican Party to an A and an A and an A, but meanwhile the Democrats are an F and, F and an F. In other words, they do not believe in a strong economy, they do not believe in the culture of the country, and they do not believe in a strong physical uh, protection for the population, and you put that together and that's a mortal threat to the country.
0: Now, let's look back a little bit historically. You're a young man, but if you go back to 30, 40, 50 years ago at the Democratic Party. Weren't they more patriotic and pro-economic development than they are today?
1: Sure. If you go back into the uh, uh, 50s, 60s, 70s, 40s, uh, the Democratic Party and Republican Party uh, thought alike in terms of national security. So in terms of physical protection, the third issue, uh, there, there wouldn't have been a big difference between Democrats and Republicans uh, historically. If you look at the um, culture... Uh, also, uh, there's two elements to the culture: the secular culture, the religious culture. The secular culture I call the Constitution and Bill of Rights. The religious culture I call Bible. The uh, there also would not have been a big difference between Democrats and Republicans, and and, and then they would have fought, not physically, they would have fought intellectually uh, over grow the economy, uh, and uh, with, with different ideas at different times in those uh, parties. So. Uh, Yes, over the past 50 years, uh, the two parties, uh, which were alike on the latter two issues and and differed on economic issues, uh, uh, now disagree on on everything about everything. And and therefore, the two parties are hardly compatible. It's almost like the Civil War, where uh, the the gap between North and South, in effect, created two countries, and and we're now, in effect, going through a... uh, Civil war, but fortunately, we're not killing each other. Uh, I hope we're not killing each other, and uh, we're fighting this out intellectually and through the ballot box, which is how it's supposed to be done in the democracy.
0: Uh, years ago, uh, a very noted, uh, powerful uh, Republican leader in New York State, his name was Chester Hart. And he is a PhD biochemist. He's chairman of the New York State Assembly Health Committee. And about 20 years ago, he said. I think we're going to have a revolution in the United States where, you know, people who work and contribute are going to be fighting with those who don't. And now we're seeing as many of these Democratic candidates for president of the United States, they want a guaranteed paycheck, even if they don't work. And um, Romney said during the campaign that he's not going to get 47 percent of the vote because 47 percent of the people get a check from the government. And they're going to vote for Democrats. How do you see this, Kenneth Abramowitz?
1: Well, uh, it's a very good point. Uh, now, I, I would argue that um, uh, even if you wanted to get a check from the government and you didn't want to work, you still want to vote for Republicans <laughs> because uh, Democrats are the party of bankruptcy. In other words, everything they touch uh, goes into bankruptcy, whether it's a city, a state, or a country. And so that if if I just wanted to get benefits from the government, uh, I, I would want someone responsible running the government, in other words adults, so so that they could actually manage uh, the economy uh, intelligently, grow the economy, have more uh, income, have more tax revenues, and have enough to pay me my subsidy for you know whatever you want to name and so uh, I would argue that. 99% of the people in the country should be Republicans. There, I can't think of any reason for anyone to be a Democrat anymore, uh, given the gap between the two parties. Uh, socialism has failed in every single country that it's tried over the past 200 years. It's no sense trying a failed 200-year-old experiment. And so, um, uh, uh, if, if uh, uh, so, I would say to a, a Senator Romney that that both the people who work and the people who uh want to live off of the society uh together should they should be voting for republicans for different reasons
0: very good for those who have just tuned in our guest is a man of vision and courage who speaks out and his name is kenneth s abramowitz founder of savethewest.com a very gifted uh man a writer and we encourage everybody to go to his way, uh, website, just Google Save the West, Kenneth Abramowitz, and you'll find all this information about uh, him, uh, very gifted, uh, a brilliant man. If you're listening in Manhattan, South Buffalo, Montreal, or northern Florida, drop us a note. We'd like to hear from you. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway. Buffalo, New York, 14226. We always greet cards and letters from our Canadian and European listeners as this station has received letters as far away as Scandinavia and New Zealand. ESPN 1520 is streaming. You can listen live by going to our website, ESPN1520.com, and clicking on the Radio.com or Listen tab. And Western Yorkers love their traditions and the Ampo Legal has been writing about Polish-American traditions and events for over 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper as well as recipes and a calendar of events. Don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance by reading the Ampo Legal. The Ampo Legal is available in many tops and Wegman's stores. For home delivery, call 716-835-9454. That's 716-835-9454 to have the latest news from Poland and Polonia in your mailbox each week. A little bit more information about Kenneth Abramowitz in a moment, but I'd like to mention we have astronaut Bill Gregory coming on this program and congressman from Wisconsin, Mike Gallivan. Also, I'd like to thank those who contacted us uh, about Andy Golombiowski with the Polish-American Congress, Erie County Sheriff Tim Howard, Erie County clerk Mickey Kearns. About Kenneth Abramowitz, he was voted the number one analyst in medical devices and or services for 15 years by the Institutional Investor magazine, which also added him to the Wall Street Analyst Hall of Fame in 2009 with a rank of 15 out of 20,000 analysts. He has published several notable studies on health care services, major medical mergers, and cardiovascular devices. He earned a BA in Chemistry from Columbia University in 72 and an MBA from Harvard Business School in 76. A very gifted man of courage and a patriot, lover of America and uh, the State of Israel. Kenneth S. Abramowitz, founder of SaveTheWest.com. Let's talk about the Brexit. Uh, A lot of upheaval in England. It seems a Conservative is now going to run England for a while. Uh, where do you see Brexit and the future of Great Britain? Kenneth Abramowitz.
1: Okay, well, let's go back to the rating system of uh, grow the economy, uh, protect our culture, protect us physically, and let's grade the EU. And, and you'll, you'll see the point very quickly. For the EU, European Union, which is 27 countries plus the UK, Uh, I I would give them a grade of a D, a D, and a D. Uh, Now, in contrast to um, um, the Republicans in America, or just just say America at its current stage, which is a B, a B, and a B. And um, so the U.K., if I were grading them, since they're integrated with the E.U., You'd you'd give them a grade similar to the EU, a D, a D, and a D. And my feeling is by extricating themselves from the EU and becoming an independent country, so to speak, uh, uh, navigating its own course, it should be able to get a B, a B, and a B. (laughs) <laughs> you know, like America. Uh, by the way, it's very difficult for democracies to get an A and an A and an A because uh, democracies, as you know, there's compromises all the time uh, between parties and within parties. So so B and B, a B is a, a sort of like the best you, you're going to do. And But right now, the U.K., you'd have to give them uh, the same grades as the EU, a D, a D, and a D. And to me, that's just not acceptable. And and so that's why they have to leave the EU, um because the EU is incapable of doing better than a D, a D, and a D.
0: All right. Let's come to the United States, and we've heard all this nonsense for two years about the Russians making a difference in the election. I I don't know if it was one-tenth of one percent a difference they could have made. But let's talk about voter fraud overall. Is this an exaggerated uh, situation, or do we really have voter fraud, and is is it being contributed to by foreign countries?
1: Well, uh, yes, uh, voter fraud's a big issue. and every election, it becomes a bigger issue. And um, one of the uh, problems is that uh, uh, democracy is based on the premise that uh, left and right or Whatever you want to call the different sides uh, are are basically honest organizations that just have th- different uh, disagreements uh, about various issues, and that's historically been true for or our, our over two hundred years of history. but in the past uh, ten years uh, that that's not true. Uh, the Democratic Party is actually not the Democratic Party. It's, it's, it's been taken over by the Socialist Workers Party. And so, therefore, we don't have a common ground anymore between Democrats and Republicans. Uh, Republicans believe in, 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 in democracy, the Constitution, Bill of Rights. The, the Democrats, by and large, don't. And so, therefore, from their point of view, they want to win at all costs um whereas uh republicans want to win uh, like in a game of football <coughs> by playing the rules uh whereas uh, democrats uh want to change the rules <laughs> one of the ways you change the rules <coughs> is through voter fraud uh, there's several ways to do voter fraud one is you leave the border open you let the country get uh invaded by non-americans and uh and you don't train them to become americans And then you give them the right to vote, and then you manipulate the vote because they just plain don't know very much. So uh, that's one way to manipulate the vote, and they're particularly targeting Texas to take over so that they can flip the electoral college. Another way to have voter fraud is is, um, the um, Judicial Watch sued California And they found out that they had 1.25 million dead people voting. Well,
0: how do you have one? That's a lot of dead people to vote.
1: That's a lot of dead people voting. How could they do that? Well, from their point of view, if you can change the rules, change the rules. And so that's another way to do it. Uh, uh, When when I vote, uh, I, I purposely ask them, "Do you want to see my driver's license?" And they say, "Oh no, no, that's okay. We we trust you." I go, "Wait a minute." I can't even go into an office building in New York uh, or in an airplane uh, uh, without uh, showing a driver's license. Uh, I can't talk to someone at a bank without showing a driver's license. So th- this is a joke. Uh, we have to move to having uh, uh, voter IDs for everybody. Uh, and so so those are the ways they manipulate so historically i think they could have st- uh, stolen one or two or three percent of the vote which is a big deal because many times districts are won or lost by one or two percent and also they have harvest vote harvesting uh where all of a sudden uh, someone wins so to speak on election night and then all these votes mysteriously appear the next week that that switched the election i think that happened uh i can't remember whether it was 10 or 20 times Uh, in the congressional races. So this is a very, very serious issue.
0: We're learning a great deal from a gifted man with a lot of vision and courage, Kenneth S. Abramowitz, founder of SaveTheWest.com. Please look at this website. It's very important. There's a lot of vision and support for the future of the United States and Israel. If you're listening in Cheektowaga, New York, Toronto, or Washington, D.C., drop us a note. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. A little bit more information about Kenneth S. Abramowitz, founder of SaveTheWest.com. More recently, in 2013, Kenneth Abramowitz created a speech entitled How to Save Western Civilization from Itself. Based on this essay... See a recent video of him delivering the speech on his website. The speech was developed to try to fill the gaps in an analysis between the politicians, academic community, business leaders, and news organizations. Very gifted man, Kenneth S. Abramowitz. Now, let's uh, talk a little bit about the threat of radical Islam. Uh, We saw the evil of what happened in 9-11 with 3,000 lives lost, and many of them were Muslims, too, who died at 9-11. How real is this threat? As we hear many people say, oh, we don't have to worry about anything anymore. How real is the threat? Kenneth Abramowitz was SaveTheWest.com.
1: Okay. Uh, uh, The threat is, uh, to make it simple, uh, where... Um, half the world lives in a democracy. Half the world lives in a dictatorship. The battle between democracies and dictatorships I call World War three This is uh, uh, now within the dictatorships there 's two flavors, so to speak, of dictatorships, and I color code them reds and greens. The reds we already discussed uh, it 's the socialist, the communist the uh, so-called progressives who are actually regressives and uh, these are the reds, the traditional red color for uh, communism and and this is the dictatorship this is one form of dictatorship another form of dictatorship is the green form of dictatorship which is the islamist or political islam or radical islam and um, within uh, or i call it the politicization of islam uh, i divide islam uh, into a religion Uh, roughly 20 percent, and the political movement, roughly 80 percent. And so uh, the uh, issue is political Islam, the politicization of a religion. And uh, now, um, in, in the olden days, by the way, Christianity was a religion and a political movement, but it had a Reformation in the Middle Ages, and, and now it's it's uh, uh, we've separated church and state. That was one of the big principles that our founding fathers believed, in, even though they were Christian and 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 strong Christians, and separation of church and state not because they didn't believe in the church but they didn't believe that the church and state should be intertwined so but political but islam has not gone through that reform movement so therefore the politics and the religion are intertwined with each other and so but so from my point of view, I don't have problems with religions. I like religions. I think religions are good because it gives people the notion that there's someone more important uh, watching over them, so to speak, it gives them a sense of morality. Uh, but the politicization of a religion is the problem. And so, yes, yeah, so, so political Islam is a big problem, and it has both a physical component and a cultural component. Uh, both of them are uh, enemies of Western civilization and enemies of Muslims, by the way. The number one victim of political Islam are Muslims. I've calculated 90% of of, of the victims of political Islam are Muslims.
0: Unbelievable. Uh, you talked before about voter fraud, and one thing that's of concern in New York State is giving people who are here illegally, illegal aliens' driver's licenses, that then they will go and vote illegally. That's been a major concern. Now, I have a question for you about, is the future of Western civilization depending on Christians, Catholics, and Jews to unite together to fight radical Islam and communism?
1: Uh, Well, I I would include Muslims, too, by the way. Please. Uh, I I would say that let's look at the foundations of Western civilization. There's three books uh, or works of, of thought that created Western civilization over the past 3,800 years. There's the Judeo portion, which is started with Abraham. It's the, the Bible, the Old Testament. Then 1800 years later, Jesus came and, cre- and cre- which created the New Testament. Uh, together we call them the Bible, the Old Testament, the New Testament. And then that's sort of the religious thought, the religious law. Then out of that came the secular law, which we call the Constitution and Bill of Rights. and and that came uh, in round numbers 250 years ago. So together, those three pillars hold up Western civilization. So anybody who believes in Judeo plus Christian religion plus Constitution and Bill of Rights uh, is, in quotes, a member uh, of Western civilization. Now, Hindus uh, and Muslims traditionally are not part of Western civilization. Uh, They don't Necessarily believe in the Bible, uh, but uh, uh, they do have a. Uh, they do many of them, uh, and particularly the Hindus, uh, less so the Muslims, but many of them believe in the Constitution and Bill of Rights. In other words, the secular manifestation of our culture, which to me is close enough, and so. Uh, I I include the Hindus in Western civilization. Increasingly, many of the Muslim countries want to join Western civilization. In the last two years, I visited uh, the Emirates, uh, Egypt, uh, Morocco. They want to join Western civilization. So Muslims can be part of Western civilization, too. But the enemies of Western civilization, the Reds and the Greens, uh, are trying to undermine our Judeo uh, portion, our Christian portion, in our Constitution and Bill of rights portion, and so and therefore uh, that's why they're a mortal enemy to Western civilization because they undermine the three pillars of western civilization
0: thirty seconds left, is there any difference between socialism and communism
1: uh, I'd call them all reds <laughs> uh, they they're just different versions. Uh, uh of each other there, there are theoretical difference uh, the uh, difference i suppose is communism the government there, there's no such thing as corporations the government owns everything so to speak and under socialism you still have corporations it's just that they're taxed uh, very heavily and the government sort of uh, encourages them or forces them to do certain things so there is some difference but they, they both have the governments that are much much too powerful uh, versus the people
0: We've learned a great deal, back by popular demand, the founder of SaveTheWest.com, Kenneth S. Abramowitz. Uh, Please look at this website. You'll learn a lot about the essentials to keep the United States and Israel in business. And uh, he's a very gifted writer. He speaks out internationally on these issues and a man of great vision and courage. Again, if you have any thoughts or comments, please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. Greeting cards and letters from our Canadian and European listeners. Special thanks to Kevin Carr, Director of Production for the last 15 years. Thank you for teaching us so much about the future of America and Israel. Kenneth S. Abramowitz. Have a great week.
1: You've been listening to the Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at the Western New York community with news, features, and special guests. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write to Brian Rusk, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14226.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears?